Well, sometimes I play Sims and I'm a bit like, am I going too far? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm building, I'm literally spending five hours of my day making a prison for Joy Desperate and killing them off one by one. And I'm sat there, I look in the mirror next to me and I'm like, is this too far? Have I gone too far? <laughs> what am I doing with my life, honestly? <laughs> Davina and I'm Ricky and welcome to Fierce Slay Talk, a decamp podcast where we'll be catching up with some familiar faces from the drag world and beyond, whilst delving deeper into the obstacles life has thrown at them in the journey of becoming fabulous. So shall we begin? described herself as an alien who crash-landed in 1957 and disguised herself as a human female. Ended up looking camp and kitschy. We think she's out of this world. It's Juno Bitch! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very nice. <laughs> Are you well? I'm good, yeah. Who said that? Good. Me. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally an old granny. How long has it took us to set this up, honestly? <laughs> See, I thought you'd be really good at this because you've got so much going on on YouTube. Well, stuff. the thing is, I'm really, really good at editing on Final Cut Pro. But when it comes to uh, okay. things like this, I, I, well, yeah. I'm terrible. Um, and emails as well. <laughs> they always go missing. I can't. I <laughs> wish I was good at editing things on Final Cut Pro. I am, however, absolutely terrible. So you've got that over me. And it's hard, actually, Final Cut Pro. So how have you been finding it yes, so it far? I oh, just hate it. I just miss being on the stage because I think the thing is, is that we can do all these like on, uh, online videos and everything's like really great and whatnot. But like at the end of the day, the, the precious thing for me is like the stage and and the audience and and everything that we do like you know like when we do our makeup and hair and all that kind of stuff and we sit home for ages doing all these things it it all leads up to getting onto the stage and we've not got that anymore so we're just all a bit like i don't know what i'm fucking doing anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh could i swear yeah of course you oh. can say all right like. fucking yes you twat <laughs> <laughs> So you've you've been keeping really busy anyway over the last year, um, as you say, doing things creatively online and playing The Sims as well. We've seen. What's The Sims? <laughs> what, what's that? Oh God! Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's all so the bloody. You're doing. keeping The Sims alive. <laughs> oh, are they? I'm sure they hate me though. Oh, do you reckon? Because <laughs> like, there's so many. I've seen so many drag queens who get like sponsored to play The Sims. You know, like, uh, paid a bit of money, create yourself on The Sims, make a little video and whatnot. I've never heard shite from them. Like... <laughs> but is that because you're already doing the work for free? Exactly. That's probably what it Those is. Those bastards. What am I? Chop liver. Chop bloody liver. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly, though, no, I think it is. I think it's because I'm dead nasty about The Sims 4. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of The Sims 4. So oh. I think they, they, they've, they, they're probably like, oh, don't give her anything. Oh, she's a right cow kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but where where is this obsession with The Sims stem from? Where does that come from? Well, when I was, when I was like, a t I was probably about 
12 years old I started playing The Sims and it was like it, it was like a way to escape really you know because obviously none of us had great fucking teenagerhoods did we but um, uh, playing The Sims was <laughs> no you won't don't lie um, <laughs> uh, it's just like a a great way to escape playing Sims and I used to play for hours and hours and hours and then I think when we we went into lockdown um I was able to play the Sims without feeling guilty that I wasn't being productive because I can record a video make people laugh <laughs> yeah. so I'm making something while I'm playing the Sims and wasting my life away yeah. do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> But people have responded amazingly to it. Like they really oh, it, have. You know, it's, oh, it's mad! Like it's like it's, it's like a it's like a cult has started. It's also like a cult. Like everybody knows all the characters and everything. And like this hatred has started for Joy Desperate, who is a fictional character. But I feel so sorry for because like if anyone <laughs> is actually called Joy Desperate out there, oh my god, their <laughs> life must be hell. Somebody's going through the phone book right now. I'm gonna find that bitch and I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. It's got to be someone. I might have a look on Facebook in a second. Um, <laughs> how, how do you think The Sims has influenced your drag then? Oh, honestly, I, I think I think what it is, is The Sims is like, it's a caricature of life. So it's, it, it has all the stereotypes of stuff. What are you laughing at, you bitch? <laughs> I'm laughing at you, my, microwave. Caricature. Caricature, caricatures, caricature. That's it. I love it. A caricature. That's caricature. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Excuse me. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, like it, the Sims is like a caricature of life, isn't it? So they have all yeah. these stereotypes and whatnot, and it's the stereotypes that I've always been inspired by. You know, like the burglars and the flamingos and the tragic clowns and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Davina. Um, <laughs> but yeah i think i think it's like all the aliens and that kind of thing it's always inspired my drag um and like if you actually look at the aliens of the sims 2 they have like these things on the rise as well um so i just kind of like take i take inspiration from everything but the sims is something that's always inspired me and some of the other stuff that's in inspired you has been like the film and television and music from the 50s right up until the 90s. Um, so who who and what have been your favorite influences? What are the things that have really sort of sparked that, that creative uh, ideas in you? Shirley Bassey, oh my God. Shirley Bassey, just Shirley oh Bassey. God. Like honestly, I am, I'm not even gay, but I'm so gay that I listen to Shirley Bassey in the shower and I sing, I belt my heart out. But um, Shirley Bassey has always, I've always watched the videos, always wanted to just be Shirley Bassey on stage. So for like performances, a lot of it comes from divas like Shirley Bassey. But with like style, um, often just inspired by like, like things like The Sims and um, I look at a lot of 1960s, 50s, 70s, 80s catalogue fashions and things like that. Um, so that's where a lot of that comes from. <laughs> All those stupid poses. My so Shirley Bassey was the first person uh, that I ever went to see in in a gig. So like for for like a concert gig, wow. like a proper one, was the oh. first person I ever saw in a gig. It was her fiftieth fiftieth year anniversary tour thing, and uh, she did 
three hours on stage. She did wow. a full three hours. Just stand her address, the musicians, off she goes. Three hours on stage. Insane. And then the other link that I've got to Shirley Bassey is that my mum's aunt used to make her dresses. So when she first, when Shirley Bassey was first starting out, my mum's aunt used to make her dresses. And because Shirley, uh, because Bassey was such a, a straight up and down figure, they used to, like drag queens do, pad all of her dresses to put hips and more of a bust oh, no in way. them. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's amazing. She is tiny, like, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, she is teeny yeah. tiny. I but... love I love it when, I love those performances that she does where, um, where she just literally breaks down on stage and she does that with her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to watch this. my life. <laughs> I want to. I want to watch this drag queen, um, David Darby, who does um, hair. Yes. Do you know David Darby? Yeah. And um, she was performing in Atma in in the Northern Quarter, and she did the Shirley Bassey number, um, New York. But every time she li- she reached her arms out, her arms got longer and longer and longer. <laughs> and she had like these sticks underneath with little tiny hands, and at the end she was like New York, and it was literally like the span of the stage. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> so you're not you're not only a drag artist though you also create sculptures don't you which are incredibly popular as well yeah. um what came first though did you know the drag artist or do you know the the sculpture or character well i've always been doing illustrations and whatnot and and uh, and, and then i started doing sculptures but i've always dressed up similar not as not as gorgeous as this but, but i've always dressed up like you know a nutter in my bedroom um <laughs> So I've always kind of done sort of drag at home, but I've never, I started performing on stage not that long ago, actually. I think it was like maybe two and a half years ago. So I can't remember when it was. It's like, um, but um, the art came first, like all the all the drawings and sculptures and whatnot. Um, and then I sort of transferred that onto my face. <laughs> <laughs> So you've <laughs> talked a lot about gender and your journey with gender in your life. Has that has that uh, influenced some of your sculpture and and uh, fine artwork? Oh my god, absolutely. Well, the thing is, is that I think from the age of about thirteen to about twenty two or twenty one, I was uh, I identified as a, as a girl and. Um, I transitioned and all that kind of thing. And from those years, I was always trying to be biologically female and kind of pass in it as a as a biological woman. And then I think when I when I turned 22 or 21, whenever it was that I had my surgery and I felt sort of um, you know, complete mm. in a in a way, I felt more comfortable with my body. I sort of was like I don't care anymore if people think that I'm a man, think that I'm a woman. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just going to wear what I want to wear. I'm going to do what I want to do. I want to do drag. I've not done drag because I feel like I'm going to be seen as a man and blah, 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 blah. And then I think I've just gotten to a point where, because I, I don't care about what people think of me anymore, I just sort of dress exactly how I want to. And um, and I think the the art and the sculpture all about, you know, just being artificial and and um 
um, I, I know, how do I word this? Like, um, proud to be not biological. Because okay. being biological was something that was a massive insecurity to me for years. And okay. then now I'm kind of owning the fact that I'm not biologically female. I, I kind of embrace it more. There we go. I got there. <laughs> that's great. That's like, that's an amazing achievement anyway in anybody's life to take the thing that, you know, you're least comfortable about and actually go, you know what? I don't give a shit. Actually, I'm going to wear that as a badge of honor. That's the thing that actually I, I'm not going to worry about because, I mean, really, what's the point in worrying about it? You can't, you can't. Exactly. The world is what it is. You <laughs> I could die to go, tomorrow. Okay. You know? I'm 27 now, and because I'm an icon, I might die this year, so yeah, well, need to be careful. I mean, you say that in jest, <laughs> and yet the reality is uh, you are actually an icon. Oh, People thank really you do much. know who you are. People really are interested in what you've got to say and the work that you make. So, you know, I know you're making a joke, but I just want to say that, you know, you are actually that. Oh, thank um, you. All right. Sorry, now that I've had that moment, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> we can be shady to each other now. Yeah, and it's de- where's the furthest you've ever sent a Juno, by the way? Oh, I don't know, because I'm not very good at geography, so I don't know how far everywhere is, but um, I sent a lot <laughs> to America. Um, most yeah. of them actually are now in America somewhere. But I did okay. send, I had, I had, I used to do little, little like um, cucumber visions ones, like little spa ladies. And okay. I, I, I used to sell them for quite cheap and I used to send them out everywhere. And there was one time when I sent one to, I think it was Dubai. And, mm-hmm. um, and it got sent back and somebody had stomped on the parcel to the point where they'd shattered the sculpture into little pieces. Mm. And they'd like ripped it open every, and I was just like, and then the girl was messaging me like, where's my sculpture? I don't know where it is and all this stuff. And then I was like, well, it's come straight back to me, smashed into smithereens. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to give her a refund, but that was quite far. You mean, absolutely <laughs> you mean. But there was, I can't remember who it was. Somebody said to me it might be because it was a sculpture of a woman with an Adam's apple with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth. And they, I don't know whether they could... Cultural thing, do you think? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. But but there could be a reason. I don't know. I mean, homophobic. Transphobic. Homophobes, yes. It's Dubai. <laughs> I don't think we have to it's look too far for the reason, do we? <laughs> don't go to Dubai, kids. It's not the place. Definitely not. <laughs> do, any, do any celebrities have a Juno? Um, yes. Can you tell us that? Yes. Jennifer Sorry? Coolidge yeah, has one. Oh, does she? Yes, okay. she has one. Um, she has the hot dog one. So you're like best buds and stuff. Oh my God, I love to bits, honestly. I love to bits. <laughs> also, um, Kurt Cobain's daughter has one. What's oh, uh, Francis, okay. Francis nice. Bean Cobain. Um, she has one. Okay. Now um, that's, yeah. That's pretty cool. I can't think who else has got one, but um, yeah, that's, for all, that's all though. Yeah, <laughs> Trixie's boyfriend's got most of them. <laughs> <laughs> now you've just mentioned Jennifer Coolidge. Now you're sort of really well known for an impersonation of Jennifer Coolidge. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm late. I fell over the side of an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to do a snatch game, that's who you would be playing. I'm guessing. Oh God, yeah. Oh, either, either Jennifer Coolidge or, or Pete Burns. Oh, really? Pete, Pete Burns. Burns? Yeah. 
I want that coat back within the next two hours. That's me, Pete Burns. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. met Pete Burns, Perfect. actually. He came and did a gig at um, a nightclub that I was working in. And oh, wow. uh, he said, you remind me of, uh, who did he say? It, what's she called? Oh, here we are in India. And it's absolutely sensational. Joanna Lumley. Joanna, Joanna Lumley. He said, oh, <laughs> you remind me of Joanna Lumley. Oh and my God, like, that's amazing. Old? I'm fucking 25. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he wore this big Westwood dress, but it was oh, like yeah. an ups- it was like an upside down tent. And it just had these leather, like brown leather straps over it. And it was just like a big canvas tent. And he's like, yeah. this costs 3,000 pounds. And we were like, oh, good. I could get you one in fucking outdoors for 25 quid, babe. <laughs> Go outdoors. <laughs> he was great, though. He was one of the most uh, professional people that I sort of worked with in that environment. Like, he came, he wanted to do a sound check. He went through his whole set before he was happy, tested yeah. out all the levels, you know, all of that stuff. Most people... They turn up and they're like, pass me the microphone. <laughs> and they're pissed and whatever. He took it really, really seriously. And then after he finished, then he was like, okay, now I'm going to get absolutely smashed out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love Pete Burns so much. I yeah. like. I think I think growing up, um, seeing Pete on Big Brother when I was, I can't remember what, how old I was, but that was my first taste as a young person of, mm. I don't give a fuck what you think I am, whether you think I'm a man or a woman, I don't give a fuck. I own it, and I, and he didn't he didn't often harp on about it as well. Do you know what I mean? It was just mm. he just exists yeah. Yeah. as this gorgeous person, and I think he really inspired me as as a as a young teenager. Yeah, definitely. I saw, I saw him at my first ever Pride that I went to London when he was doing um what's it called Spin Me Round. Really. Yeah, yeah, that was in... God, that must have been 2002 or three. Oh, I remember the Sugar Babes wow. were there, Banana Rama were there, um, him, which line Melinda Carlisle. Which lineup of the Sugar Babes, though? It could have been any number of 6,000 different people, couldn't it? <laughs> there has been loads of sets of them, aren't there? Just a fucking revolving door. They swapped halfway yeah. through the set. It was somebody else. There was loads, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You you were talking about Jennifer Coolidge before. Tell us the story about when you first met Jennifer. Um. Well, uh, I think it was it was in London. She was doing this. Um, she was doing this weird thing. It was like a. It was an American Pie reunion. Um, anniversary thing where she was selling pies and she was giving out pies to people and they could get a <laughs> selfie. And I think, honestly, think they'd flown her all the way to London just for that, for like literally an hour. <laughs> and I was like, right, do you know what? I'm going down to London. So I went down to London, literally. I just, my dream was just to see her in the flesh because I'm, yeah. I'm so obsessed with her. And I waited in the queue and, uh, and then she left. And there was literally loads of people in the queue and I was like, oh my God, she's going. And all the press were there running around her going down the queue, going to people, you best get a photo with her quickly, she's leaving now, da da da. And I was in drag, so I was like, get out the way! <laughs> sort of like this. And then I was stood there, I was like, oh my God, she's there, oh my God, she's there, oh my God, she's there. And then some woman who was, I think she was like, maybe like her assistant or uh-huh. something like that, 
come up to me and said, oh my God, can I get a photo with you? You look gorgeous, da, da, da. I went, only if I could get a photo with Jennifer Coolidge. So then- that sounds like a good And trade. Jennifer seen me in the crowd and was like, oh, hi, come, like this to me. And she was like, I loved your impersonation of me. And she'd seen the video on, I think it was Twitter or oh, Instagram amazing. or something. And she recognized me and it, it was just, I was like, oh my God. And then afterwards, she was messaging me. She was like, she was like, are you still in London? I would love to go for dinner. And I was on the train back home and I was like, no. Oh, I'd have got off straight away. <laughs> I'd have been like, yep, I'm still in King's Cross running over the platform. <laughs> but then, but then I, I said to her that I was coming to LA and I presumed that she was based in LA. And I said that I was, cause I was staying with Trixie for like, a, a, like maybe like 10 days while I was in LA. And then she was like, I'll come and see your shows and we'll go for dinner and everything. And I think we hung out like three times and it was incredible. It was just wow. amazing. Now she just sounds just like, funny. Well, that's pretty cool, isn't she it? She sounds like a real cool person. Like, you know, yeah. to not only have seen you, but then to be like, I would like to spend some time with you. I think you're an interesting person. You know, that's, mm -hmm. yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. To not be it's, like, I'm a fucking superstar. I'm not speaking to you. Because she I genuinely still, is definitely. like, she's done so much work. And then, you know, and been in so much amazingly high profile stuff. Like proper, proper yeah. high profile. Yeah. But like, I think, I, think back to, I think back to it and I think, that, was that even real? Like real. I just, I just, we were sat there having dinner. It was me and Phil, my boyfriend, Jennifer Coolidge, her friend Roz. Um, Trixie and her boyfriend, and we were all sat there at this table. And she was get, she was like, "Can we get more oysters? Would we like some more oysters? Can we get champagne?" And we were all there like, "Oh my god, we're not gonna be all hoarders." <laughs> and she was like, "It's on the house. It's on the house." And then she was like pulling up one of the waiters and said, "Can we get some more oysters? These ones are a little bit gamey." <laughs> it was just so unreal. Gamey, you know, like meaty, but meaty yeah. with an oyster. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. When they're on the turn. That was the first time I tried oysters, and I must was say, it? I absolutely love them. I don't like them. I'm vegetarian. Sorry. Apparently, they're all right, though. <laughs> you know, even if you're vegan, because they don't have a central nervous system. So, essentially, like, out of anything that's kind of meaty, they're actually most like a vegetable, because they don't have any central nervous system, so they don't actually oh, feel right. anything. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how true that is. It's probably a lie. I know they're probably like they're probably like no as they're going down the neck like in agony. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? <laughs> no. <laughs> now chatting about the Sims before, would you, Juno Birch, consider yourself a Sims expert? I'm gonna say that you do. Because yeah. otherwise the next bit of this Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I am. I am an expert. So whether you are or not, we're about to play a little quiz called The Little Sims Quiz. Oh, yay! All right, so question one on our Little Sims quiz. Right, hit me. There are many ways your Sims can die in Sims. Which of these is not possible? Okay, so this is a multiple choice. Your sim can get eaten by a cow plant. Your sim can get murdered by your neighbor. 
Your sim can die by freezing or your sim can die of guinea pig disease. Which of these is not possible for your sim to die of? By a cow. Well, I imagine that's a cow is or a plant. Which sims? Which sims? Uh-oh. Now, oh, we don't know. I, do, really. I don't have that information. If I know. You, right. I'm going with two. Neighbours can't kill you. <laughs> you are correct. Yay. Your, your sim cannot get murdered by their neighbour. Like that's Well, unless stupid. you have mods. You can get mods in your game, can't you? Where like, like little toddlers how unrealistic, can go around with knives though. stabbing everybody. Yeah. I'd well go around and kill some of my neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't actually, not here, but... Well, sometimes I play sims and I'm a bit like... Am I going too far? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm building, I'm literally spending five hours of my day making a prison for Joy Desperate and killing them off one by one. And I'm sat there, they look in the mirror next to me and I'm like, is this too far? Have I gone too far? <laughs> what am I doing with my life, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> so the second question um, on, on your Sims quiz is, what does Furby nerves oh. mean in Simlish? Is it the food is delicious, uh, something is in my way, or you have some nerve? You have some nerve. Oh my God. <laughs> have some nerve is the correct answer. Oh, you see? I'm good, aren't I? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't that have known have that. Sims, I wouldn't have had a clue. I mean, Furby nerve sounds like hairy tits to me mm. or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> got a right pair well, it of sounds nerves. like nerve, doesn't it? So that's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Because, like, when, when the game comes up, it goes, soul, soul, and that sounds like see you soon or whatever. Doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're like, know. get a fucking life, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether that sounds like that or not. <laughs> All right. What is the crystal icon called that appears above the sim you selected? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a sim, a sim genius. <laughs> I didn't even get chance. You'd have had the choices of life diamond or bobble, but you were correct, plum bob. Why is it called a plum bob though? What I don't understand. Honestly, that. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Plum bob. Mm. Honestly, most of the things in The Sims don't make any sense whatsoever. It's like it's like all just completely random. I just think that's why I like random. it because there's no explanation for anything. And it just kind of, you just kind of like, okay, that's happening now. <laughs> so there's a fourth question. Uh, number four, in The Sims 2, when two Sims marry, whose last name do they take? Is it the male Sim, the richer Sim, the Sim who initiated the, the marriage, who initiated or your choice the marriage. How, how is this even possible? How do you know? Do you know, Bit, it's time for us to crown you the, the, the winner of the little sim competition. <laughs> the biggest nerd alive. <laughs> get, the, get the girl a crown. She deserves it. <laughs> so what yeah. are your plans when we yeah. are allowed to get back to it? What are your plans? What have we got coming up from Juno Birch? Um, I've done a, a thing that's coming out this month, the gorgeous Selfridges um, thing where they all filmed around the house and I did like a whole makeup video and and all that kind of stuff which was very gorgeous so and then is that your own line of makeup or it's advertising oh God, no or... <laughs> no <laughs> it's just like a, a video that the they asked me to do where they they just film me doing like 
making cups of tea in the house and things like that. That's very exciting. Coming out this month anyway, January. Um, and then something else I can't talk about because it'll be 2022. Um, <laughs> um, what else? Fuck all, really. <laughs> so if you could then, we'll do it this way. If you could, once lockdown's over, what would be the dream job for you to... Let's manifest right now. Uh-huh. After after uh, lockdown, what would be like the dream thing for you to be doing after lockdown? A solo comedy show touring the world. I don't see how that would not happen for you. Well, it might be happening. It might be happening. I'm just in the yeah, process of it all right now. Yeah, I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, but I don't know whether I'm allowed to talk about it or not. But <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a little scoop there, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, 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 it, I, it's not like it's not something I think has to be a secret. I don't think anyway. But no, I, I well, I'm in the so. process Otherwise, of writing how do people my own. Buy tickets? <laughs> Exactly. I'm in the process at the moment of just writing Indeed. material and all that kind of thing and all nonsense in notebooks. Um, Love But that. yeah. But that's, that's how it works. That's how it works. All right. And then finally, where can people find you? Um, In my house. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> on the front door. Knock on the door. So yeah, online. Yeah, <sighs> so online, where can people find you? Um, YouTube, um, Juno Birch on YouTube, Juno, just Juno Birch on everything, really. Love that, make it easy. Yeah. Love that. And if anyone snatches any of my tags, I'll kill them. <laughs> I tried, do you know what? I was trying to be dead down with the kids when I was going to do a TikTok and everything. I set up TikTok. I couldn't have Juno Birch. Someone took it. I was absolutely fuming. <laughs> and I, so, so I had to be like something like Juno Birch 8 or something. I hate that. But I can't do I can't work it. I can't do it. No, I'm not I'm not very good at TikTok. Like I keep meaning to make one, even if it's just a before and after. Ooh. I just by the time I've spent like two hours shoving this shit on my face, I'm like, my battery's dead on my phone and I've lost it. So what's the point? I've wasted <laughs> all that time. Right. Do you know it's been a joy chatting with you? Thank you so much. Oh, of course. This do you know what? This is the first time. It's I think it's the first fun. time I've ever done a a pod a thing. A pod a screen thing, yeah. I will I get asked to do them all is the it? time. Literally. Constantly asked to do them and I'm like, No <laughs> It's it's it, I I get I'm scared of <laughs> yeah. doing all the technical stuff because I get right really wound up i get a lump in my throat and i'm gonna cry and i can't do it and yeah do you know what i mean <laughs> so no this 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 has been absolutely gorgeous and good and you have been you. absolutely gorgeous as well such oh, a so joy glad, yeah. with you now listen you can catch me and juno birch for the digital diversity festival which is taking place with salford pride you can get juno on the 15th at 6 p.m and uh, that's going to be a celebration of diversity. That's going to be a live stream on Facebook. And then you can get me at 5pm on the Sunday, which is going to be a discussion about diversity and representation within the LGBT community. Sending you loads of love. Bye. Well, we have come to the end of the episode. This has been Fierce Slay Talk. 
you can join us on our journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Talk. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us going on. We could talk for hours. And if you enjoyed the show, let your friends know. Go on, spread the word. Be sure to review the podcast as well. Till next time. You want it. You got it. I won't hold back. Come snatch it. Come take it. All yours right off the rack. No wanting. No waiting. You shake me down. You touch it. You taste it. Come take me here and now. Try it and buy at the top of the stack. Bag it and snag it, no need to attack. Instant and present, hit go and play back. Right now, right now. Take it and tame it, walk me to the door. Have it and hold it, you only want more. Live it and love it, you've got it, it's yours. Right now, right now.